Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tay Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me unless we have guests. So friends, we're going a little longer than seven minutes today because I got to start the show off today by first saying thank you to some people and those people being my family. See, this weekend I was in Las Vegas, right? And I was supposed to be back yesterday around four or five o'clock. And uh, there were weather issues, you know, in Los Angeles, the range, you can't ride a bike. So there were some weather issues that uh, hindered me from getting back from Vegas at the time I was supposed to. But when I called my brother-in-law and said, hey, you know what? They're changing my flight because it got rescheduled. It got rescheduled from four o'clock. I won't be getting in until seven. He said, no problem. Now, friends, what happened was my flight got rescheduled five times. And each time, uh, my response from my family, I texted on the family link, was from my brother-in-law, take no problem. And I'll tell you this, tell y'all the true story. My daughter, Jasmine, who lives in Ohio, she was like, hey, she started calling the restaurants at the airport saying, you better not overcharge my dad. I know how you guys try to uh, get over on focus. You know at the airport they got to eat. She's calling the restaurants. My mama and my sisters, they start calling the pilot's wife. Like, hey, where's your husband? You need to get my son back to Los Angeles. Yeah, my other kids who had signs, there's picketing. Bring my daddy home. Okay, fine. I'm exaggerating a little bit. However, the truth of the matter is this. I didn't get home last night till like 11 o'clock. And at no point did anyone in my family, especially my brother-in-law, thank you, Ken, and my family say, hey, you know what? Take, figure it out. You got to take an Uber. They're like, nah, we got you. So I just want to say thank you for having me. Thank you so very much. So friends, today we continue our series on getting our objectives accomplished during the year. You can call them your resolution, you can call them whatever you want to. We've talked about this the last couple of weeks and we're gonna continue talking about that. Now let me set this up for today. So um, as a lot of you know, most of you know, I tell you all the time, I believe in the Bible, I follow the Bible. But my thing is, I think that my talent, my blessing is, I can take most stories or parables from the Bible and I'm able to make them relevant to what a person is going through. You know, it's great to understand that uh, David fought Goliath, but what does that mean to you, right? It's great to know that Adam and Eve was told not to eat from the tree of good, but what does it mean to you, right? I think I'm very, very, very good at making things relevant. So today's story, I think that it will be relevant to a lot of people, and I hope I make the point that I'm trying to make. And friend, I gotta tell you this, sometimes people come to me, well, Tate, it doesn't say like that, that exactly in the Bible, and it's not gonna say exactly what it does in the Bible per se, because I'm gonna take knives as I always do, but I will never, ever, ever change the meaning of any subject that I'm talking about. And if you thought I did, then come and talk to me. So, let's continue. Friends, our story today takes place in the book of Acts, Acts chapter eight. And I'm going to find, I'm going to do this the best way I can to explain why I'm using this for our purposes of January, accomplishing our goals. So in Acts chapter eight, there is a black man who's riding along in his chariot. We know he's black. He's from Ethiopia. There's a couple of things we know. We're going to point these out. Number one, he's from Ethiopia and it tells us that he has authority and he has money. He is a treasurer 
for the queen, okay? And anybody know, I'll tell you this, this is, this is a lesson number one for you. You don't let broke people handle your money. Never let broke people handle your money. He's the treasurer for the queen. So we know he's educated, he has authority, and he has money. It tells us that right up front. All right, now he's rolling along in his chariot. That's our first person in our story today. And he's in this chair and, he's and we're told that he's reading. He's trying to read something, right? The second player in our story is this guy named Philip. Now, Philip has been told by an angel to go down to this road and he's going to meet this guy, this brother. He's going to meet this brother, right? And Philip says, cool. He goes down on the road where the guy's traveling and he sees this guy's carriage. And Philip says, hey, yo, man, do you understand what you're reading? You understand? You know what that's really about. Now, friends, this is our first really, really important point. This man, we said he got money. He got authority. You know, he replies. Philip says, do you understand what you're reading? This brother says, you know what? I don't. How can I understand it? I don't really know, really know what's going on unless somebody tells me what's going on here, what teaches me. Now, I love this, and this is why. I got to be honest with you. Most of the time, if somebody comes up to us and they see us doing something and they say, hey, do you really understand what you're doing? We reply or respond three ways, right? Number one, we get mad. Yo, who you think you're talking to? Don't you know who I am? He could have done that, right? Because he was the queen's treasurer, but he didn't. Number two, the way that a lot of people will respond, and I've done this before myself, let's be straight up honest. Somebody says, hey, do you understand what you're doing? You understand what you're reading? We'll go like this. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. I understand. Yes, I do. For sure. I know it's not for sure. For sure. Now, that happens a lot. I could be in a business meeting at work, right? And my boss can be saying, hey, you know what? We really got to figure out about this uh, Wizard of Oz project. The Wizard of Oz, right? And I don't even have to like that what she's talking about. And she goes to the first person and says, uh, Johnny, what do you think about this? And Johnny will say, well, you know, you're right, boss lady. And uh, we got to do this and that and that and this. And at the end of the day, we got to make sure that we address those flying monkeys, right? And she's like, you're right, you're right. And then she go to Sally, what do you think, Sally? And Sally go, well, you know, this is my opinion on this subject. And I think this. And then she goes to about three or four people. And then at the end, she'll come back around and they'll usually say, hey, um, so does everybody understand what our role is in this project? Not to be oblivious. And she'll go, Johnny, do you understand? And Johnny goes, yes, I do. Yeah, I see my part. Sally, do you understand? Oh, yeah, 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 I understand. Uh, Tate, do you understand? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And I'm going to steal from Johnny. And you know what? We got to make sure we handle those flying monkeys. That's important. I don't got the slightest idea what I'm talking about. That gentleman in the carriage could have done that, could have fronted, act like he knew what he was talking about, but he didn't. What he did, the third thing, he was like, humble. Nah, I really don't know. I need somebody to teach me. Philip said, all right, cool. Philip climbs up in the chariot and he teaches him, right? He teaches him about what he's reading. And then let me tell you, he's talking about Jesus and the baptism and what you need to do, just so you can know, right? They're speaking from the book of Isaiah. Anyway. They continue down the road. That's not the point of our story. They continue down the road. He's telling this man what he needs to do. This is what you need to do. That's what you need to do. We don't know exactly everything that Philip says, but we do know this. Whatever he said was impressive because the man goes like this. Well, yo, 
Philip, you done told me all the stuff I need to do. You told me I need to be baptized. You know what? There's some water right there. How can we can't do this right now? And Philip's like, okay, cool. They get out the carriage. He does it. He gets baptized. Boom. Now, that's the point that I'm trying to make today is that I love this guy because he doesn't sit around talking about, you know what? I'm gonna wait till I get back home. When I get back to Ethiopia, oh, we got some beautiful lakes. He doesn't go, you know what? I gotta think about this. You know what? Uh, um, I don't know. Cause he knew it was the right thing to do. And when he figured it was the right thing to do, he didn't waste no time. He just did it. That's what we need to do sometimes. We know the right thing to do. I need to eat better. I need to go to school. I need to be better, spend more time with my family. We don't need to think about it, just be about it, okay? Now I'm gonna drop this on you. A lot of you probably have heard the story, you never heard this part of the story before, you never read it. They said when the man came up out the water, Philip was gone. Read it, you doubt me? Philip was gone, the man never saw Philip again. Why now, why is that important? Friends, to me, that's in there because it says when you start your journey, you may have somebody there with you. However, as you go through your journey, it's not that person is going to make or break you. It's up to you. They didn't feel it wasn't there with them. I think that's the part of the story. I'm not one of them, but that's what I think it means. That's why I think it's important because when you start decide to go back to school, you might have a friend. He might go, yo, man, let's do this together. Let's do this together. And then he says, hey, I got to drop out. When you decide to lose, hey, let's do this together. Let's do this together. And then they might be gone. But you need to carry on again. Don't think about it, my friends. Be about it. So today's words. Today's words come from an artist by the name of Steve Aoki and Lewis Tomlinson. And the words go. What do you do when a chapter ends? Do you close the book and never read it again? Where do you go when your story's done? You can be who you were or who you'll become. Oh, 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 if all goes wrong. Oh, oh, my friend, my darling, just hold on. You see, the sun goes down, but it comes back up. The world, it turns no matter what. So, my darling, just hold on. Friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.